Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, October 13th, 2022. Our bit today comes from Deuteronomy 8, 18a, which says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. All right, so it's a wet and cloudy Thursday autumn morn. But we are still thankful for it because it means the Lord still believes we are doing good work for him down here. Or on the flip side of the coin, we are not doing enough and is therefore giving us another chance to do better. But whatever the reason, it behooves us to make the most of the day because who knows if we'll see tomorrow or another today. And you better believe we are indeed grateful for the little rain that fell overnight because we haven't seen any heavenly blessings around here for some time now. And it's not like it was big showers, no? but merely protracted drizzles. However, a little is better than none at all. And sadly, it also reminds us of the serious drought and famine that so many parts of our world are currently suffering. As they say, it's either feast or famine. Some are having no rain, while others are being deluged with water from heaven, causing floods and so much calamity where life is already very difficult. It's a serious time, a time for us to get serious and pray. Pray, my people. Time to get give up some serious prayer, a time to return to the God of our forefathers in true repentance because he's the only one who can make things right. And you know what? We've become so arrogant and self-centered recently with all our technological inventions and immense knowledge that we foolishly believe, foolishly believe that we can solve any problems we come across and thus have chosen to get rid of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob from our society. What foolishness! For he's the backbone, the foundation of any strong and prosperous society. You know, we say that history is a record of the past that helps us to understand the present. But again, Arrogantly, we have dismissed true history from our minds, even to the point of rewriting it to fall into line with what we are currently promoting. But please note that regardless of what we call history, the truth of it will always come out. And that truth is simply that any nation or society that has choose the grace and mercy of Jehovah God eventually suffers and dies. And we can see that from the true history of our world because it's littered with so many originally God-fearing nations who got prosperous with God's help. Then after a season of prosperity, like we are currently doing, turned away from him, foolishly deciding that we could handle it on our own. When will we ever learn, my brethren? We just have to look at the Jewish people, God's own people, to
to understand his immense and also important role in our lives. So let's see here if we can use a little logic and reasoning to support our position. Eh? Now, Brother David, one of the foremost Jews of all time, wrote these marvelous words in Psalm 24, subtitled, The King of Glory. Please read them with me. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods, floods or the rivers. And that comes from Psalm 24, 1 to 2. Now, that tells us that the Lord God Jehovah created the world and all therein. And then in their holy book, the Torah, which outlines Jewish history, their leader Moses unequivocally states, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish or confirm his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish as the nations which the Lord destroyed before your face, so shall ye perish because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. And that comes from Deuteronomy 8, verses 18 to 20. Yes, friends, that's very clear and concise, you know. As the scholars say, Yahweh alone gave Israel the ability to get wealth, and the blessing the nation enjoyed was the result of his covenant with the people and was the outcome of his promise to their forefathers. And in the history of Israel, we so often see that whenever they prospered, God was at the forefront of their nation. But unfortunately, the same thing happened to them that's happening to us right now. Whenever they got prosperous, they felt they no longer needed God and turned away to their own devices. And every time they did that, every time they got too big for their britches, like we are doing now, the nation went into, it went into a tailspin, was besieged, conquered, or taken into captivity. However, when they woke up, came back to their senses, repented, and returned to God's fold, he forgot, forgave them and allowed them to prosper again. Now, doesn't that touch a sensible and sensitive chord in our hearts and minds, eh? At least intimating that the Lord God Jehovah has a hand in our destiny and turning against him might well spell our demise. And even if you're not convinced by that argument, then try this one, uh, try this one emphasize. Since we believe that we are so great and powerful in our own strength, why then is our world in such a sorry state of strife, sickness, and poverty eh? We've tried every solution, every system known to man to right our world, but nothing seems to work. Sorry, there's one solution we haven't yet tried, and that's turning repentantly and sincerely back to Almighty God. 
Now, if nothing else seems to be working, doesn't it make sense to at least try that? It surely does. And we have nothing to lose, for our own efforts are continually driving us down into the mire of destruction. But with Almighty God at our helm once again, we possibly have a whole lot to gain. So what's it to bear, my people? Continual, de continual descent into the depths of destruction or an awakening, a renewal of mankind under the mighty, merciful, gracious, and forgiving hand of Jehovah God, our creator and provider, the one who gives us the ability to prosper in his world? The answer is entirely up to us as individuals and as members of the Church at Christ. Now, I'm not saying that the stunning calamity in our world right now is the work of God's hands, but he surely isn't preventing it from happening. And that ought to tell us something, that he's trying to convey a serious message to us. Namely, he doesn't like our current behavior and desires us to repent and return to his fold. So friends, since we are supposed to be God's wisest creation, let's wake up and admit the error of our ways now. The Israelites were mighty stupid at times, but when calamity struck them, they were wise enough to turn back to the God of their fathers, who forgave them and renewed their prosperity. Why can't we be as wiser? And for those of us who are willing to work for God, he has generously endowed us with a marvelous set of tools to do it. We call them our Thursday blessings. So let's declare and thus activate them right now. Nah? As one strong and sincere voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare today and every day. Amen. Now, friends, if we are to reap any positive benefits, let's go out and sow good seeds in the name of Jesus Christ now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, You only reap what you sow. Sowing sin and disobedience reaps destruction. Sowing obedience and righteousness reaps eternal life. And that's the gospel truth, friends. If you show, sow evil and wickedness, that's what you're going to reap. So please, let's get out there and sow some obedience and righteousness now. Live for Jesus, because that's the best option we have 
on this crazy earth down here. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.